And welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with my co-host Joshua Friend. What is up, everyone? We're we're, we're switching things up a bit. We're we're gonna take our knowledge to the NBA. And before we get started, big thanks to Jason Taylor Foundation, the careers and sports program they have instilled at Cypress Bay and other high schools in the Tri County area. With that being said, Cy, take it away. Instilled. That's a that's a big word to use right there. I, it's it's SAT word. I you know all the studying is coming in clutch. Wow. Wow. I think, I appreciate it. Thank but you. yeah, anyways, first time not doing an episode that's NFL re- related. So NBA, guys, NBA. if you have any suggestions, just let us know. Email us at josh.friend.gmail.com. Is that your email? joshmfriend210 at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Same, same thing. thing, you know. But yeah, um, exciting stuff. We're, this time we're going to be talking about the how the NBA cap works, you know, the salary cap. Because it's, it's very di- different. Way yeah. different from that NFL atmosphere. I mean, that... NFL atmosphere has something called a hard cap. Yeah, a hard cap is where you just can't go over that cap. I mean, no matter if you want to, it just doesn't work that way. And the NFL doesn't allow signing trades, which we'll get into more later what a signing trade actually means. Yeah. But the NBA, much, much different atmosphere. I mean, they have something called a soft cap, which is where, you know, there's it's not like, a hard cap. <laughs> it's not, it's different opposite. from a hard cap. Yeah. Going more in depth on what a soft cap actually is, right now for this year, for example, they have a soft cap of one hundred sixty-five point two million dollars that a team can spend. Yeah, but if you the, could go over it. Yeah, if the team goes over this one hundred sixty-five point two million dollars, then they're gonna have to pay something called the luxury tax. If you could go into the details, yeah, Josh. I mean the luxury tax. If this is worse than any other tax, you know, in general, you know, if <laughs> yeah, you go <laughs> the worst type of tax. Yeah, I mean you're paying a lot of money. If you go up to five million dollars over, you know, one hundred sixty-five, you're paying for every additional dollar you spend on a player. Let's say you have to pay a dollar and fifty cents yeah, to the NBA so, in the luxury so, tax, which is. So let's say you're getting. I'm just gonna pick a random name out here, Jordan Collins. Jordan uh, Collins, okay. With the Center, Utah, power with, with the Utah Jazz right now, yep. power forward. Um, if his contract costs five million dollars, for example, one year five million dollars, yeah, then that owner mm. and that team they're gonna have to pay seven point five million dollars in luxury tax. So total, that's a high tax bracket. If you think about it, the player's just making five million, but it's costing the team twelve point five million dollars total. total for that player. I mean, and for the owner or whoever's paying the money, I'm sure an extra seven point five million dollars is. It's Maybe. a good amount. It's still a good amount. It's still a good amount, but for to us, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But to them, it might be another dent in the bank account. And that's why you see teams are able to have all these amazing stars. And other teams, they just yeah, don't yeah, have as much. Small market teams, yeah. large market. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get yeah. into that for sure. Josh, but, if you can take us to the yeah, next interval. And, and if you go from 5 to $10 million above the tax line, it's a dollar point seven five. You have to pay in the luxury tax. Yeah, so John Collins, an example again, $10 million Per contract, ten million dollars for the contract means say seventeen point five million dollars. So twenty seven point five million yeah. total. J- it's, just throwing the numbers out yeah. there for perspective. And then for if you go ten to fifteen above, it, you have to pay two dollars and fifty cents. Wow! Wow! That's wow like, is all triple, I gotta say like, to that. Double. That's triple. You know. That's almost yeah 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 yeah, yeah. nearly quadruple or. Okay, 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 okay. Nah. <laughs> All right, I can't do math. That's 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 you. All right, if you go fifteen to twenty over the the tax line, 
you pay three dollars and 25 cents per dollar for the luxury tax that's crazy yeah that's a lot of money so much money that's why you don't see many of those teams going to those 15 to 20 i mean actually we do see a lot of teams yeah. go to the 50 i'm lying at this point they, we do see a lot of teams going in that 15 to 20 minutes but every additional five million dollars after that they have to pay beyond 20 million dollars Every dollar in addition no. to twenty million dollars, tax raises by fifty cents. Oh, so so for example, after the twenty million dollars, the twenty-five million dollar threshold would be three dollars and seventy-five, for example, and then thirty million dollars yeah. would be 50 something cents. like that. Yeah, something like that. A lot of money. A lot of money. Crazy amount of money, and this is why. And yet, teams pay it. Teams. Pay it. A lot of teams play it. Pay it. So, if you think about it here. You have to be rich. There's going to be these small market teams and large market teams. All of these NBA players, you know, you think about Kevin Durant, for example. If Kevin Durant wanted to go to another team, star player. I mean, the Miami Heat, they get a lot of money from all those tickets, all that. Because yeah. they're a large market team. They're in located in a great place, Miami. So compared far. to Oklahoma City Thunder, <laughs> for example. Oklahoma City doesn't have as much attraction. Yeah. Oh, I I just realized that I used his old place as well. He, Kevin Durant used to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder and the SuperSonics. Yeah, yeah, and the Seattle SuperSonics. Yeah, they don't they no longer exist. No. But I'm sadly. Well, the point I'm trying to make is that these small market teams they're gonna have to overpay in order to get one of these superstars on their team and to entice them to come to their location. And this results in them having to go, you know, they have to make a sacrifice, go over the luxury tax sometimes. But then you also see these big market teams going up there, going above the luxury tax line to get one of these big players. You can see it through the Golden State Warriors, that yeah. team that they had. The Clippers. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Zaza Pachulia, and they have one more That's player. That's a funny name. And they had Draymond Green. That oh. is, they were way over the luxury tax. But, you know, these small market teams really have to compete with these large market teams because... That soft cap just allows them to just go above and beyond and spend all their money. It really puts the small market teams at a disadvantage, I want to say. Yeah, it's really hard. Like, you see the Detroit Pistons, they're on, like, a 26-game losing streak. Yeah, you can't entice What you Remember, Brooklyn Nets, they started a team with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin, and Kevin Durant. You can't do the same thing with, um. I don't know, what, what team were you just talking the about? The Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons. They're in. Everyone on the Pistons, it's they're a draft pick, right? Really, really hard for that ha- to happen. Yeah. yeah, they need they need a homegrown superstar, those type of teams. It is just so hard to build. It's unfair, almost. Yeah. It, it, like, if you have money and you're an NBA owner or a GM, who, whoever's paying the bills, you could win. You know, the LA Clippers, they're $365 million over the, the what's the name, the 165 and they're paying $155 million in luxury tax. Wow. That is just a humongous it's number. <laughs> humongous. That's, yeah. that's good vocab. Yeah. yeah. Had a okay, point. okay. That's like third grade <laughs> vocab. But yeah, look at that large market team. Yeah. Los Angeles. I mean, so many people go to that Staples Center. I don't think it's called the Staples Crypto. Center. Crypto.com, I think. Yeah, no. Crypto.com. Something Arena. like that. But just a large market team back at it again with, you know, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Who am I forgetting? Paul George. Oh, I forgot. Paul. Yeah, they got Paul. It, it's it, it is crazy. So much money coming out of their pockets with uh, Steve Steve Ballmer as their owner. Yeah. But the NBA, they know that this is unfair, and they try they try to put some restrictions on 
the teams you can see it through the first apron what's called the first apron and the second apron in the nba this is when they go over the luxury tax when they go over the soft cap and then get, get into the luxury tax and so basically in the first apron when a team like goes over 172 million dollars so you know seven million dollars over that soft cap they have restrictions they can't get a player through the sign and trade Let's go into the sign-in trade, Josh. If you you want to go into that sign-in trade? I think you're better fit for that category. Okay, so sign-in trade... It's when you sign a player and you trade them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah there we so, go. So, okay, going going more a little more in-depth <laughs> into it. Let's take an example of the Miami Heat. They took in Kyle Lowry. How did they get Kyle Lowry, though? The Raptors, he became a free agent with the Raptors. And he, the Raptors signed him and we traded for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, see, you're getting it. The, uh, the Raptors signed a contract with him two years and $70 million. But the Heat just couldn't take in that two years and $70 million in addition to all the players that they had. So they wanted to clear some space out of their payroll. And so they traded Precious Achua, I yeah. believe. And one more player. I can't remember the name right now. But they cleared out some space in the cap so that... Let's say, for example, Precious Achua and that one player cost them $20 million on their payroll right now, yeah. my Josh. So when Kyle Lowry comes, $30 million, they're only netting in $10 million yeah. on that contract, on, on their roster, instead of the $30 million that they would have had to done on top of those players. So it's a really smart maneuver for to you know not have to overpay and get into that luxury tax. But the... See, you're really you're a really good tutor. I should yeah. pay you. Yeah. <laughs> what ten dollars an hour? Minimum wage. Eight. My my, my 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 is like eighty. But <laughs> damn. For damn. The, for the first apron, um, these seven million dollars. After going seven million dollars, the NBA they don't want to just let those t- teams find loopholes to where they could just you know trade away some players and then you know only incur one million dollars maybe on in net in their payroll when gaining these great players you know what i mean yeah. just having to trade their you know overpaid players and then trade some draft picks to a team that's rebuilding yeah they don't get want a good player from them. something like like a team being trained so much for dynasty they win 10 10 rings in a row yeah so that's what that's why they put that restriction and unless unless they could do a signing trade though if it nets them lower amount of money like if they were at if 170 million and they traded away $40 million worth of cap and got a player that's only hits $10 million of their cap. That means okay, that yeah. their cap is decreasing by $30 million, right? Yeah. So that's when they could do sign trades, but not something that makes their payroll even larger. Increase, yeah. Yeah. So it's a smart maneuver that the NBA does. They also have a second apron, though. The second apron's only... A lot of aprons. The yeah. only apron I know is the one my mom wears. To cook. <laughs> to cook. Yeah. But there's only two aprons for the NBA. The second apron is where when you spend even more money, the teams, they can't use a trade exception. Trade exceptions are where there's something called a mid-layer NBA trade level exception. I don't even know. I, I'm not too detailed into it, but basically it's where you can spend $11 million, something it's created through trades with teams where there's exceptions where they can go and spend $11 million on a player. However much that mid-level, mid-level player exception is, let's say it said max $11 million. Mm-hmm. If they went out and got Danny Green $10 million a year, then it's not going to count at all towards yeah. the luxury cap. It's going to count towards the cap, but they're not going to get charged any tax for it, even yeah. if it goes above the soft cap. Which is a really cool thing, but you can't do that with the second apron if you're already so much into the luxury cap. Yeah. 
it's also smart. And also, they don't let teams trade their first-round picks anymore because the NBA, what you can do is you can trade picks six years in advance. And in the second apron, what can you do? You can't, you can't trade those anymore. They lock it out because they don't want... More players and, and, coming in. Yeah, more players coming in, just trading those picks to a rebuilding yeah. team and getting good players. It's just unfair. Yeah, so, really, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the NBA has it suited to where they make it they make it smart to where it's not too unfair, but I think there's still a discrepancy between the small market and the large market teams, Josh. Yeah, I mean you see you definitely see a good portion of teams like the the Warriors, the Suns, the Celtics, where they have gone well over the, the soft cap and they paid millions of dollars in luxury tax. And the Warriors paid forty eight mil. The the Suns paid sixteen million in the luxury tax, and the Celtics paid thirteen million in the luxury tax. It's it's a good amount of money, but I mean, where does these millions, hundreds of millions of dollars go? I mean, they get redistributed to all the teams um, who are, have lower payrolls. So essentially, if you're paying the luxury tax, you're helping out teams with lower payrolls get better teams, get better people to fill the roster. So. I mean, it's very smart what the NBA was trying to do there by basically helping teams, you know, who, or smaller market teams who don't yeah, yeah. go out of their way to get huge players. And this way, they could get some, you know, better players than what they have now. So this creates more of an even playing field, but yet you still see teams that are so good, and teams that, you know, and not as that just have to rebuild year yeah. after year after year yeah i mean you pointed out the pistons i feel like the pistons have been rebuilding you know, for like a lot of years yeah now. <laughs> ever since they were competing with the bulls for championships after that they're, they're done. Like, yeah i haven't seen them in the playoffs much no i mean they got k cunningham yeah and before all they were able to attract as a big player i think was blake griffin and he's you and know, he, not he with was, them he was not good with them no yeah I mean, you know, it's the NFL. I mean, the my bad. The NBA is doing a lot to even out the playing field. Um, they have repeat offenders, salary. I mean, luxury tax. Where if you're a repeat offender, you pay more money um, per every dollar you spend above the the tax line. Um, it seems a dollar extra, which is you know a lot of money, and I think it'll be. Like, if they did this in the NFL side, it wouldn't work out. Like, there will be teams that are amazing, and there are teams worse than Jets. No no hate to the Jets, but, like... Yeah. But hate to the Jets. Hate to the Jets. But <laughs> J-E-T-S. Yeah, I, if, if we pick one example of a team that is a large market team but acts like a small market team almost, I can think of the Miami Heat. Yeah. The Miami Heat always managed to stay... They don't spend too much in the luxury tax. I think that's because of Mickey Ayers, and he doesn't want to spend too much of it. Yeah, we're 8.1 over the, the soft yeah, the which, soft limit. Which is not a lot compared to those other large market teams. No. The Bucks, I feel like they are spending so much with Chris Middleton, Giannis, Giannis. and Dame. And Brooke Lopez, they gave a good contract to. Yeah. But the Heat, they always manage to find undrafted players such as Gabe, Vincent. Duncan. Duncan Robinson, yeah, what a gem. And just other players, and they managed to, like, you know, bring them up into great players. I mean, yeah, like, the Heat culture really has solidified itself as, you know, you weren't good out of college, 
or you weren't the best, but you came here, you have great work ethic, you know, you're cheap for the team. And we're going to find potential and you yeah. get a role. Like, we're really good in the draft, I think. Yeah, and... You got Jaime, Jaime. Jaime Hawkins Jr., yeah, yeah. Love him, out of UCLA. We got Tyler, and then Bam. Yeah, all, all first-round picks from us. But the point that's being made is that these small market teams are trying to get the same approach as the Miami Heat in order to succeed because, you know, homegrown stars, that's what they really need, these yeah. teams, in order to compete. But, yeah. Especially if you're not willing to pay for the KDs of the world. Yeah, you can only pay for so much. I mean, it's going to kill you as a team with not much attractions happening. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's not like everyone's rich, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, just, just wanted to give you an overview of the NBA market, guys. I feel like that's a wrap in this episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we want to cover any more teams, NHL, MOB, maybe not MOB, MOB, hockey, whatever, just give us a shout out. Let us know. Hit yep. us up on Instagram, and we'll get it done for y'all. Thank you. See you Peace guys. Peace out.